0: You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in on a Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day to you. A lot to get to on this podcast. On Twitter, at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe on Facebook iTunes, Google Play, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, Locked on Bengals is there, and right now, LockedOnBengals.com, a complete rundown of all the new faces on the Bengals coaching staff, brought to you by my man Andre Edwards has joined the Locked on Bengals team, he's writing articles for LockedOnBengals.com, and I'm sure we'll get him on a podcast here in the upcoming weeks, a ton to get to, yesterday was a great day if you're a Bengals fan. Obviously, you're probably listening to this podcast. That means you're a Bengals fan. Bengals fans, yesterday you clapped, right? Woo! Yeah, baby! Steelers got that beat down. Beat down. And yeah, it was only a three-point game, but if you watch that game, the Jaguars came out 21-0. Just established the line, established the run, and right away from the jump, they go down, and on fourth down, they get a touchdown. 21-0. Then the Steelers punch back. It's 28-14, 28-21. Then the Jags answered. 42-35. The Jaguars answered. And that's where I'll start today. That's where we're going to start. Because the difference between the Jaguars and the way they treated the Steelers and the Bengals and the way they treat the Steelers, it's a complete 180, night and day. 100% different. One team looks nervous, scared, worried, concerned. The other, about to go out there and kick their ass. Let's listen into two different Jacksonville Jaguar players after the game. Let's start with Jags defensive lineman Malik Jackson.
2: So last night, Lady on, Bill tweeted something after the pitch, after patch one about how they're going to be in past, uh, Boston again. So... I guess they're gonna be in Boston in the stands watching us because they're gonna be in Boston, and so I hope we can they can support us and we'll give them jags. We'll send them jags jerseys so they can support us. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. It's one of those things that sorry, coach gives us stuff that we can go out there and you know, this late in the season you don't need motivation, but sometimes you need a little bit of motivation, a little bit of extra kick, and uh, for a team to go out there and talk like we didn't smack them in the mouth the first time in week five you know, it meant a lot to us and it disrespected us because we went out there, we gave them our best, and we gave them our best product, and they 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 received the ass kicking and didn't feel like they got their ass kicked, so we came and did it again. And now they're going to sit there, have a long offseason, and worry about how the Jags kicked their ass.
1: That's Malik Jackson, and that's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want. I want the Bengals to go out there and not play scared or afraid, like even when they jumped out 21 nothing on Pittsburgh. In the game at Paul Brown Stadium, season on the line. They jump up, huge lead. It's about to happen, and then Le'Veon Bell scores. And we knew what was going to happen. We knew the Steelers were going to find a way to get back into it. Like, that's what, that's what I want is that mentality. Here's one more. First one, that was Malik Jackson. He signed via free agency from Denver. Let's get one more. Barry Church, who was signed from Dallas. Here's Barry on the win over the Steelers
2: we forced them to throw the ball, because they had a little bit of run game going, but if we knew they could th- had to throw the ball, it wasn't gonna work in a in a position. I mean, the only reason they got a couple more yards after that was because we were playing prevent defense. Other than that, man, the Steelers ain't got nothing for us. Ain't nothing at all. I mean, that's what happens when you talk stuff, man. I mean, you got players on their team talking about the Patriots like they was just about to obliterate us. I mean, it don't make no sense. I mean, you don't you don't come at you come at us like that with that disrespect, and they did, and they just fed us fuel that we needed to go out there and dominate. And yeah, they got a couple yards we did in prevent, but other than that, man, they like I said, they ain't have nothing for us and I'm glad we sent them home because we did it the first time I mean we already knew we had we had this team's number and then um all we did was feed on the fuel that everybody was providing the media everybody was just talking about how oh they're gonna run through it it's not gonna be like last week uh Blake Bortles this Blake Bortles that and all he did was dominate their defense, and all we did was do what we do every week, and that's play ball and create turnovers, takeaways, and score, and that's all we did, and we dominated. I mean, we're going to the next round. I mean, we need the notes that the Steelers had on pit, on the Patriots, so because we need that because they were doing a lot of advanced scouting. So we need all that uh, all the notes they got for uh, for Patriots. But other than that, it's time to roll, New England, baby.
1: I love it. I love every bit of it. I love everything that this comes with. The Jacksonville Jaguars are not afraid of the Steelers. They're not intimidated. They're not going to get punked. They're not going to get nervous. They're not going to get worried. And when the Steelers punch them and get within a score with the game on the line, guess what? The Jags punch back. Time and time and time and time and time again yesterday. Antonio Brown comes up with a huge play, 21-7. After it being 21-0, and what does the Jags defense do? It makes a play. 28-21, Jags offense goes and scores. 42-35, kicker drills a field goal to make it next to impossible to come back. Time and time and time again, the Jaguars responded. And it starts with the mentality, of course, the talent on the Jags' defense much better than the Bengals' defense. Can the Bengals get there with a couple offseason moves? Sure. That's possible. But the mentality, the we're going to go kick their ass like we did in week five because we're us and they're them. That's how the Jags looked at it. And they couldn't believe that the Steelers were overlooking them. And, well, in hindsight, it looks pretty stupid, doesn't it? That's what I want from the Bengals. Attitude mixed with talent, mixed with coaching, mixed with aggressiveness and playmaking. Like the Jaguars yesterday, even Blake Bortles, man. Did Blake Bortles, you guys had to have watched a game. Did he look scared? Did he look afraid of the moment? Did they play to win or lose or to to hold serve? They went after it from the jump. Fourth down on the two-yard line. We're running Leonard Fournette right up the middle. And it worked. The Jacksonville Jaguars did to the Steelers what the Steelers consistently do to the Bengals. And I'm jealous, and I want it. And as a Bengals fan, if you watch that, of course, you're celebrating because the Steelers lose. But also, man, how can you not watch that game, look at it, and say, that's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want what I want. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James erpine You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast iTunes. LockedOnBengals.com. A really good write up right now looking at the Bengals coaches on LockedOnBengals.com. More and more is going to go up there. So make sure you go to LockedOnBengals.com and bookmark it. Real good stuff from my guy Andre today. He he wrote about
0: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: Do you know what happened on this date four years ago today? Do you know what happened? I do. And it has to do with the man that's led the Vikings. Let's get to it. Yesterday, the Vikings improbable... Walk-off touchdown in regulation. Stephon Diggs finds a way, way to score the touchdown to get the Vikings into the next round when New Orleans and Drew Brees had taken over. Here's the call. Paul Allen, Pete Bursich from K-Fan in Minnesota. Your boy Mike Zimmer, well, he just got a playoff win. Ten seconds to go, 24-23 Saints. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers, right, feel and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Oh, got loose. oh my
0: God! Oh my God! 30. No. Way.
1: Touchdown! No.
0: Are you kidding what a me? Michael finish. It's a Minneapolis no miracle. Way. Stephon Diggs and the Minnesota oh Vikings God. have lost up on the New Orleans Saints. It's a 61-yard.
2: Miracle. I can't believe what I just saw, what an unbelievable play.
1: I don't know how it happened, but it did. And on this date, four years ago, Mike Zimmer agreed to terms with the Minnesota Vikings to become their next head coach. Left the Bengals after being their defensive coordinator. In hindsight, it's like, well, damn, Bengals picked the wrong guy, huh? Mike Zimmer's a great coach. I mean, no doubt about it. Yes, did he... Look, did he give up? Did he give up uh, that lead? Did that team give up the lead? Yeah, because Drew Brees was insane. Like, If you watch that game, the fact that the Vikings were so composed, found a way, and I know it was luck, and you're talking about the guy who took the bad angle and dove with his head down, You got to make the tackle. I get all that. But it worked. Never forget, Brady Belichick started... With the tuck rule. Will Zimmer Keenum be the same? No, I don't think so. But Zimmer, Mike Zimmer's a great coach. And he should have two playoff wins now. Gets his first playoff win before Marvin Lewis ever gets one. It's it's interesting in their circumstances. And I I get all that. Like, this team that Zimmer has is the 2015 team. With that being said, Case Keenum was able to play all season. It's not like A.J. McCarron got that luxury. And for whatever you want to say, luck, or however you want to spin it, this team just finds a way. I have a feeling they're going to find a way again. I think it's going to be New England and Minnesota. I do. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I think the games are going to be close. I think Jacksonville is going to rattle Tom Brady, get to him, hit him a lot. I think New England finds a way, though. And I think Minnesota finds a way, just like they did yesterday. I thought New Orleans was the team. I thought it was going to be Breeze Brady. But Mike Zimmer and that squad found a way. Four years ago today, the Bengals let him slip through. Could you imagine if he went on to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Could you imagine as a Bengals fan what happens? Like, Especially if they're at home against Blake Bortles for the Super Bowl, Minnesota's going to roll. They'll win by 10. If that happens, oh, man. Oh, man, Bengals fans are going to lose their minds. What would you do? You, you could tweet me at James jameserpeen at locked on Bengals. Also, email me James Peen at espn1530.com. Feel free to email me about any kind of Bengals topics or tweet me. But, but that's the question of the day. What would you do if Mike Zimmer led the Vikings to a Super Bowl? Obviously, naturally, I would be happy for him. Absolutely. Yay, Mike. Enjoy. That's awesome. But at the same time, as a fan, the fan in you, would you be like, that's the one that got away? That's the one that we should have kept. Let me know on Twitter or email me as well. A little shorter of a podcast today. But we'll get back to it tomorrow and a lot to get into. A lot to get into because I think the Bengals should, and we'll get into this this week, I think the Bengals should take a piece from a lot of different areas, from a lot of different successful franchises, and use that to their advantage this offseason. We'll get into that. And Joe Goodberry will be on this podcast tomorrow. Yes, that Joe Goodberry. Make sure you subscribe, Google Play, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Check out LockedOnBengals.com, Favorite it, bookmark it. Give me a follow on Twitter at LockedOnBengals, at James Rpine. Until next time. Enjoy today. Hopefully you were off. And until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast.